guys, welcome to the Elizabeth Chronicles. I am your host, Elizabeth. I know, predictable. Um, what What's poppin', guys? I'm so excited for this podcast, um, and I'll tell you the topic in just a second. I need to plug my great social media. Um, it's at Elizabeth Curfew on Twitter and Instagram. It's spelled E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-C-U-R-F-E-W. So make sure to give me a follow and then uh, DM me or comment or on any of my posts. And if you have any requests or questions for me, just ask me or tell me or whatever. And I'll make you guys known. <laughs> and I really am open to requests. I really am. And I'm really excited to hear other people's ideas as well. So I'm excited for that. Okay, so this topic is something different from what I'm usually used to. What I'm usually used to is just funny stories that I just think are funny and just like to share it, right? Um, But with this topic, it's more interesting in the sense of it's a little more serious and a little more fascinating to me of knowing what our society is like. And I wanted to talk about beauty standards. And I know this is a really famous topic and a lot of people talk about it because it's something that's actually being said nowadays, which I think is awesome. But I think that people don't really realize how much it like affects all of us. Um, and it's just interesting to see what, I don't know, what, how it affects every single person. If it affects someone positively or negatively or just doesn't really affect them that much. Um, I got this idea, so I watched this YouTuber, her username is Tiffany Ferg, and she does internet analysis videos, right? And I was a little late on whatever happened, but, um, it was about the, the Dote app. And if people don't know what the Dote app is, the Dote app is a, like a coupon place, or if I'm getting it right, or somewhere like where you can find things to shop at or something like that, right? Um, And what they do, or what they did, I don't know if they still do it or not, um, but what they do is that they send different girls, like different influencers, different YouTubers um, on vacations to like Fiji or Hawaii or anything like that, right? So they can, so those girls can promote their product of their app and then people know about it more. So it's just something along those lines, right? And it's just for girls who want to just have fun. And and they bring photographers as well and take pictures of these girls to promote their app. So, um, and it's interesting because you notice at first while this was happening, it was a lot of white girl, white skinny girls that was that were involved in this and no one else. And then they finally started to involve more like Hispanic people and black people and you know, all the races, right? Um, For these girls. But it was interesting because their sleeping arrangements were different with um, the minorities had different bedrooms that was just a huge room that had pull out couches from, (laughs) pull out beds from like couches, right? And then these white girls had perfect, like, pretty 
rooms that had like bunk beds and like shared bathrooms and everything, right? So it was obvious that there was some racism involved in this huge thing that was happening. And these minority girls felt not included. And the photographer that was there barely took any photos of these girls. And it made me think of what our society in the United States of America, what our beauty standards are, or what um, our image of what girls should look like. And this involves men too as well. Um, But it's just interesting to see that each culture has a different type of person that they want to see themselves. And um, it's just interesting to see that with this Doe app or whatever, they only, they mostly just wanted white skinny girls to promote their app, right? And it was just, it was interesting because it's just messed up. We all know how messed up that is. If you don't think that's messed up, then (laughs) gotta check yourself, right? You just can't, this isn't, this shouldn't be our society anymore. And it's just interesting to see that this is still going on in our society, even though we should have already been done with dealing with stereotypes. And um, and it just made me really think that stereotypes are just so stupid and standards of what you're supposed to look like, which is white and skinny and have like pretty hair and have blonde highlights in them and wear certain clothing and like this is what your style should be and like all this stuff, right? And it's interesting because it's just, it's so obviously, it can't be done for, like, not everyone can be that, obviously. And so it's just, it's kind of sad to see that girls and men, boys, girls, men, women, have to deal with this stereotype, right? And um, it's just that you can't really please everyone of what you look like. Um, So... I have a blog, uh, check it out if you want to, um, and one of my blogs, uh, was about my experience in cross country, and I did cross country for four years in high school, so all throughout high school, and I did it because, mostly because my siblings did, it was mostly just because of that, and I kind of just wanted to make new friends, right? Um, and I did, like, running at a time, like, junior, like, Junior and sophomore year, I liked it, but it was freshman, (laughs) senior year, I didn't like it, but, um, it was just interesting because I had so much, like, body image issues in, during that time because I felt so, just so fat compared to these girls, these other girls that was part of, that were part of the team, and, It's none of their faults. It was just me thinking that I had to look like them to be in cross country. And it was kind of sad because I was one of the slowest runners on the team. So that also added to my self-esteem issues. (laughs) So this self-esteem issue was kind of getting in the way of how um, to, to really help like my performance as a runner. I felt like now that I think about it is that as a runner, if you're a runner, you understand that you have you have to have that voice in your head where it cheers you on. Because 
running is endurance and you have to really learn how to have endurance. And if you have, you always have two voices in your head where there's one that really wants to stop you and there's the other one that's really cheering you on. Um, the one voice that was cheering me on was much quieter than the other one. <laughs> um, and that was just throughout like the entire time I was at practice. It was just, I wasn't skinny enough for these girls and all these girls were getting like getting into varsity and they were working so much harder than me and I just felt like I like I wanted to work hard but I just felt like I couldn't because I could never catch up to them because I just could never find inspiration of just like from anyone because it's just I was big compared to these girls and I'm not even that big but it's just I felt so fat compared to these girls that I just felt like I had no worth in this team and um so that affected me a lot <laughs> it really did and I couldn't wear short shorts like they were doing I couldn't like just go to practice with just my sports bra because either way I'd show my fat and people would look at me and whenever I had shorts and they were always like sometimes some of my shorts like uh, rode up my legs and I felt so self-conscious and it just it wasn't good for me in the in the fact that I just kept thinking that I was so fat that I was so ugly and it was just so sad because I felt like I couldn't really achieve any of my goals because of that because I just kept feeling that I was just gross <laughs> and I remember there's this uh so we had a really good runner on our team and she they wanted her on the news, right? And so we had some of the girls, uh, including me, to be part of this news little snippet of the, that, you know, the news that a reporter came over and asked her questions and, you know, interviewed her and then had clips of us running. And I remember looking, <laughs> I remember watching it on the news of me running and I remember watching it with my parents and I left the room right after I saw myself because I just felt I am so fat. Like I just, I look so disgusting. And I remember telling my mom that she's trying to make me feel better, but it was just like, I just could, could not see myself as an actual athlete ever before. Like I've never thought of myself as an athlete because to be an athlete, you have to be skinny and really skinny like these girls. So that really affected me, and it was interesting because I always had to feel like I had to be like them, and they probably had the same kind of issues too, where they just felt like they weren't good enough, and it's so interesting that everybody thinks that. Um, I remember in, like, even as a child, <laughs> I remember feeling so crappy about myself. I have a... Uh, I remember reading my diary from like fourth grade when I was like eight, right? And it was just so sad to see like myself so depressed about myself because I had crooked teeth, I had glasses on, and it was just, it wasn't like what elementary girls should look like. They should look cute. They should look like all pretty and like have the cutest clothes, but I felt like I didn't have that and I just felt like I was so just gross and I remember like I remember just having Barbies and Polly Pockets and all of them just being blonde and I wanted to be blonde <laughs> and I just kind of like 
I had most of my friends were blondes and I kind of felt like I was so gross compared to them because they were so pretty and they were blonde and I wanted to be blonde but obviously I couldn't dye my hair because my mom wouldn't have allowed me to do that but it was just it was weird because as a child I hated blondes but yet I worshipped them it felt like because in Barbies and Polly Pockets and stuff they were the pretty ones and they were the ones that like girls wanted to be um and I remember I remember that I had I drew a picture um in my diary and it was uh like I it was a picture of what I envisioned myself to be as like more of an adult and it was really skinny uh really nice hair really nice jewelry really nice clothes and I felt like I had to be like that so people would approve of me and it's kind of just sad because ever since I was a child, I felt like I needed to be like someone else, which is messed up. I feel like society's kind of just like that. Um, and I feel like sometimes we don't even, like, society doesn't even mean to do that. It just, like, I don't know. It's just there's so much media and stuff that I was raised with and all of these people that I looked at were all skinny and all had like pretty hair and had their makeup done perfectly and I just felt like none of them just represented me like at all <laughs> like I felt like I didn't look like any of these girls and I remember like it was just it was so weird to just like think that ever since I was a kid ever since everybody was a kid that you just had to look like someone else and not like yourself even models feel like that. Even like Instagram influencers and even like all these people who are the people that we're comparing ourselves with, even they feel like they're not pretty enough, which is absolutely insane that like no one thinks they can look like someone. <laughs> like they're, they look, everybody just wants to look like someone else and someone else wants to look like another person, and that other person wants to look like that another one, and it was just, it's so weird how that works. And it's just, the media is so, can be so corrupted, um, because it only shows women or men, they have to look like a certain, like, they just have to look a certain way. And it's just like how uh, you know, Victoria's Secret, that huge thing where they refuse to have transgender women or plus size women in their shows or anything because they felt like they didn't fit the angel stereotype, right? And it's just so messed up because it's like, what does that even mean? Like, that doesn't make feel anyone feel good. <laughs> and I think they did add transgender women, um, I think pretty recently, but not many people are very excited about it because everybody just feels like it's just something that Victoria's Secret just feels like they have to do now that people are mad at them, which makes sense. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's so annoying to see that everybody thinks that they have to look like something else. And what's interesting too is that I was looking at another thing. I look at just random YouTube videos and um, I remember like watching this like um, YouTube video of 
celebrities who have had bad plastic surgery, right? Um, and it's so interesting that I've always thought that plastic surgery was just interesting. It's your choice. It's your body. I'm not going to judge. But I always thought, I was always so, I'm always so skeptical about it, mostly because I don't want to spend thousands of dollars to make myself look different because I feel like that's not worth it to me. And with these other people who have eyelash extensions and who have um, Botox or who have uh, get their nails done every week or just anything like that, it's so interesting because sure, if you like it and if it makes you feel nice, then that's fine. But I know that some people just do it only because they just want to feel accepted, you know? So it's just, it's interesting to see how many, like how much we can do, how much money we can spend just to look like something or someone because they don't accept themselves. And I'm not saying that everybody does that. Whoever does plastic surgery, not everyone changes themselves because they hate themselves or anything like that. It's just that um, it's personal choice, but I know with some people for sure <laughs> that um, it's just something to make them feel better about this about themselves but it's just like an empty thing that they do like makeup I wear makeup I love makeup but it became like makeup can become something so much more different if you just don't accept yourself because I wore foundation and concealer every single day for so long just because I didn't like how my skin looked because I did have acne problems at a time but um, in high school, it was mostly just like there was redness on my face. I didn't want people to see that because I thought that that was disgusting, that people didn't want to see that. <laughs> and honestly, now that I think about it, no one cares. <laughs> like, just no one does. And if people do, that's kind of their problem. It's not, it's on them, not on you. And now I, I really like makeup. I love it. Um, I wear, like, I'm getting back into it. And I love, I love makeup. I love the power of makeup. Um, but I just want to make sure that makeup isn't something that's just a barrier <laughs> between, like, it's just a wall to put up to make people think that you look like this person. I feel like sometimes it can be a mask to hide <laughs> who you actually are, I feel like, which sounds really weirdly poetic, but <laughs> it's just, it's true. Like, makeup is just something that's weird. <laughs> um, I know that my dad doesn't like makeup mostly because he just knows that every person, like, every woman doesn't need it, technically. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I used to watch a lot of makeup tutorials, and I remember watching James Charles always talking about how you have to do your eyeliner like this to make your eyes look better, or you have to get your lipstick to make, like, to make your lips look bigger, and it's just interesting to see that you have to do all of these steps to make yourself prettier, but it's just, like, it, to me, it feels like it's just trying to make yourself feel good about yourself, and that's with 
Facetune too. Facetune is absolutely toxic. And I remember, like, I like, um, I watch a lot of videos about how men and women have had problems with Facetune and how it's like how they feel so bad about themselves because it's so addicting and how it makes them feel so crappy because they think that they have to look like something else, that they have to have a skinnier waist, they have to have a bigger butt. Um, and it's just so messed up that there is an app that's only there just to make yourself look better, in quotation marks. Um, to make yourself look like someone else should approve of, that <laughs> someone has to judge you and see if you look good enough for them. Which I think is personally messed up because I just feel like it's not something that you should do <laughs> and you sh you look like whatever you look like <laughs> and it's just, you were just born with it and I feel like no one should be ashamed of what they were born with and this is a lesson that I have to learn too still. Um, I refuse to use Facetune. Um, because I don't want to be addicted and I don't want to feel like I have to look like a certain way to make myself feel better about myself. And I know that I am not fat. <laughs> I know that now, now that I'm done with cross country. And I know that it's just, it's not worth it to go through all this money and all this, ex these extra steps, extra steps to make yourself feel like to make yourself look like something that other people should approve of. I just feel like if you want to do it, uh, then do it if you, if it's the approval of just you. If you like makeup, then wear makeup. If you like plastic surgery, just do whatever you want. Just, if you like to do your nails every day, that's okay. It's just that do it for yourself and not for society. And that's something that I have to work on. That's something that everyone has to work on. And I feel like beauty standards have really messed up this culture. And I don't know if I <laughs> have convinced you that or not, but I feel like beauty standards is something that has always been inside our brains ever since we were born. And I don't th even think that, I don't even think that is like even intended in our minds. It's just that sometimes we don't even notice, but it's just society has made us feel like we have to look like a certain person. And that's just not right. And yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> Sorry, it was a long rant. <laughs> but um, this is a topic that I'm really interested in. And I really want everybody to know how much beauty standards suck, <laughs> and how much it shouldn't be a part of our culture. And I think that um, we should really better ourselves to make ourselves feel better about just about ourselves and about other people as well and not compare <laughs> compare each other you know which sucks for me to say because I compare myself almost like every single day I compare myself to someone else but it's something that I'm slowly working at and I hope you guys are too um so this was the Elizabeth Chronicles um <laughs> I'm your host, Elizabeth, <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed uh, today's podcast. And remember to follow me on my Twitter or Instagram, which is at Elizabeth Curfew, spelled E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-C-U-R-F-E-W. And I hope you guys have a great period of time. I'll see ya.